0: Local people. Local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Winds.
1: I'm Lee Harris and here are today's top local stories. A police chase overnight stretching from Suffolk County to Brooklyn. Cops say a boyfriend abducted his girlfriend at knife point and drove her all the way to Diker Heights causing a few fender benders along the way. The 33-year-old man was finally arrested at 12th Avenue and 86th Street, taken to Lutheran Hospital with a cut on his head. The woman wasn't hurt, but five cops suffered minor injuries and they were treated at Maimonides, and that's about all the information we have right now. In Brooklyn, one 19-year-old is dead, another under arrest, charged with his murder. The victim worked for the City Department of Education at PS203, and police say he was targeted.
2: When 19 year old ethan holder was shot it wasn't a stray bullet that killed him the police say when he walked from the school where he worked as a paraprofessional to a deli, he was targeted the police say he and the alleged shooter had a prior beef and it was settled on the street tuesday afternoon the police arrested 19 year old javier oates He was charged with murder, weapons possession, and criminal use of a firearm. The police have said four shots were fired, and one of them hit the victim in the head. There were no words exchanged between the two. Neither had a prior criminal record. The victim worked for District 75, which is located inside PS203, the Floyd Bennett School. Carol are at 1010 Wins in Brooklyn.
1: This is sentencing day for Cuba Gooding Jr., who pleaded guilty to forcible touching and sexual abuse charges, but it doesn't look like he's going to jail, as Samantha Liebman reports live from the courthouse in lower Manhattan this morning. Sam?
2: and Lee. This plea deal in April stemming from a 2018 incident at a Times Square nightclub where Gooding allegedly forcibly kissed one of his victims. He's also accused of forcible touching by several other women. One of them, Kelsey Harbert, is expected to make a victim impact statement today. Under the April agreement, Gooding was to continue alcohol and behavior modification counseling and stay out of trouble. Then he could withdraw his plea and instead come to a harassment charge. That would reduce his sentence to time served. In April, his lawyer, Frank Rothman, told reporters that was fair.
1: He's been doing everything right for years, and this is the fair and appropriate resolution. So I am 100% confident at the end of this, he will have no criminal record. However,
2: Gloria Allred, who is representing Harvard, says her client objects to the deal, saying justice isn't being served. Gooding has been accused by 20 women of inappropriate touching and is facing a lawsuit from one victim who accuses him of rape in 2013. Samantha Liepman, him Wins, live at 100 Center Street.
1: If you live or work in the city, you may have noticed it's a little noisy around here. But don't worry, a city councilman has a plan to fix that or at least make the city some money, as Glenn Shuck reports. From Midtown this morning, the measure introduced by Eastside Councilman Keith Powers. It's called "Stop Spreading the Noise." Similar to a red light camera situation, this would snap a photo of any violator going over a certain decibel level. Dale, a truck driver from FedEx, says this is just about cash. Well, they want to make it's make money. Every ticket makes you know trucks make money. Yeah, you know we get pulled over by DOT. Everything that makes money. Right. So what do you what do you say to this councilman who's proposing this idea? I really got nothing to say to councilmen. I don't really nothing to do with politics. But for the last couple of years, with people staying home during the pandemic, these noise complaints to 311 spiking. Everything from noisy cars and construction sites to helicopters passing overhead. Glenn Shuck, 1010 wins here in Midtown. A federal appeals court has ruled that New York laws designed to work around the Supreme Court ruling allowing open carry can continue to be enforced, while the appeals court considers a lower court ruling blocking the key provision of the state workarounds. These include the ban on guns in Times Square and the subway system. A federal judge in Syracuse declared those and other elements of the state law unconstitutional. Governor Hochul says she'll keep working with the state attorney general's office to defend the state's gun safety laws. With more than 18,000 migrants believed to be in New York City now, Governor Hochul is asking the federal government for help.
2: The mayor and I are 100% in sync to make sure that we have the resources to make sure that this does not devolve into a real humanitarian crisis.
1: Mayor Adams says taking care of the migrants, many of whom were bust up here by the governor of Texas, could cost the city a billion dollars. The Rowe Hotel on 8th Avenue near Times Square is being turned into a migrant shelter, one of 46 hotels the city is now using as emergency shelters. The Treasury Department's looking into reports that Florida Governor Ron DeSantis might have used COVID relief money to fly migrants up to Martha's Vineyard from which they were swiftly removed. Treasury's Office of the Inspector General responded to a letter from Massachusetts lawmakers who had requested an investigation into the migrant flights last month. Lawmakers wanted to know whether Florida used federal COVID-19 funds to pay for the flights. The Inspector General's Office confirmed it would look into Florida spending as part of an ongoing audit of how states have used money that was part of the American Rescue Plan. Correspondent Sarah Ewald-Weiss, the deceptive. The administration says the money was from the state budget and part of a program targeting human smugglers. Game two of the ALDS tonight in the Bronx, weather permitting, and Mark Renee's here with the preview. Mark? Yeah, the Yankees and Cleveland Guardians hope to throw the first pitch just after 7.30, but whenever they do get game two started, it'll be Nestor Cortez who throws that first pitch in his first playoff
0: appearance. There's always some, you know, excitement um, and butterflies at the same time. Um, but l- like I said, I-, I don't think it feels any different from going out there and uh, pitching in front of the same crowd that we have all year. So uh, I'm excited and I'm ready for the challenge. Cortez matching up on the mound with Shane
1: Bieber and he faced Cleveland twice during his All-Star regular season, going 1-0 and while giving up just three runs on four hits with 14 strikeouts over 12 and a third innings. Mark Gernay, 1010 Wins Sports.
0: Thanks for listening to the all-local from 1010 Wins. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Wins, visit 1010wins.com, or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go.